Welcome to Freight of Friday. Mark Danolo here, Art School MBA and CEO of Sales Globe. And it's that day of the week where we take a fresh look at creative data-driven problem solving and apply it to our life and our business. So this week, we're going to pick up on seven big factors impacting your war for talent. Number four, the new achievers are going to nudge out the great resigners. So we all know about the great resignation. What we haven't been talking about are the new achievers. So the great resigners and those people who are the silent quitters, they're going to open up opportunities for these people I call new achievers who see career paths ahead of them by engaging and proactively managing their careers, not always in a remote fashion. They're going to start showing back up to the office. So we, meaning I and other people of my generation, we complain about how the younger generation of professionals, they don't have the same drive. They don't have the same work ethic. They don't have the same willingness to sacrifice that we did. And, and in order to learn, when we came up in the, insert your decade, 1980s, 1990s, 2000s. Well, the achievers are out there. That's going to increase competition for desirable jobs and careers as they take the front seat. And, and how large is that group? I don't know, but I know it's growing and I know that it's present and I know that it's out there. So we're going to start to see them emerge. Number five, we risk having a generation of less developed sales professionals. So remote work is changing the way we work. What it's also doing is it's removing the human collaboration and the creativity that we get when people are together. So if you're only linked by technology, you're not getting the same level of collaboration and same level of creativity and the same level of experience. What's ironic is the groups that are most passionate about remote work, this younger generation, are the ones who are in the most need of development in the early stages of their career. So people like me who are probably in their middle or later stages of their careers, we can enjoy this because we've already done that hard work in our younger years, but the younger people are going to experience a gap. So we won't get the in-person, human-to-human development that, that the prior generations got. And we had that rigorous repeat content with, with our colleagues, with our customers, with our competitors, and we strengthened because of that. And so this newer generation is not going to strengthen to that same level. So it's going to leave us with a generation of less developed sales professionals that can weaken our organizations. So something to watch out for. Number six, automation and technology will fill some of the labor gap at a lower cost. So we've been talking about supply and demand of people. What we haven't talked about is replacements for people, such as technology, AI, etc. So companies are moving at a rapid pace to find ways to automate operational jobs. So you see some of the big automation companies getting more business than ever because their customers are asking, well, how can we get a machine to do this instead of having to, to rely on a worker that we were losing or that we have high turnover with or we're having to pay more for? So they're already starting to do that to get more reliable supply at a lower long-term cost. So the same thing's happening in sales as companies start to move toward this idea of omni-channel, which basically means the customer can work with us any way they want to. So they can work with a human, they can go to the store, they can do something on the web, they can use AI. So there are a number of different ways to work with us as a customer. Well, what that means, what's implied in that is the use of AI and automation in sales. So companies are increasing their use of AI, they're increasing their use of offshored sales roles. So what that's going to mean is it's going to decrease demand for more expensive human capital that's domestic labor. So the one counter to this is the ability for an individual to invest in their skills around creative problem solving for the customer and for the company. And that's what we talk about in this podcast. It's that one skill that can't be automated, AI'd, or offshored. So that's going to be a longer-term differentiator. 
Number seven, your ability to sharpen and market your employee value proposition can give you an advantage to counter your competitors' actions with pay. So the whole war for talent, the really hot area, has been pay. From a recent Sales Globe survey with World at Work, on acquiring new talent, 50% of organizations are offering higher base salaries, 39% are increasing their incentive opportunities, and 22% of organizations are doing both. Those are the top three moves that are being made by companies in the war for talent. Increasing base salaries, increasing incentives, or doing both, right? So if you're just playing the money game and just increasing pay, that may be a losing game. So the overall employee value proposition is going to be the thing you want to play off of in terms of what are you offering around pay, benefits, job content, what people are doing, career path, the opportunities they have in your organization, culture, what your company's like to work and what you believe in, affiliation with a great brand or a great organization. Those kind of things can change the game for you. So get beyond the pay and get to the total employee value proposition. So seven big factors to think about, seven big factors you can use in problem solving through your war for talent. So use these in your Creative Friday and every day.